It's Friday, June 9th, 2023. Welcome to episode 56 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Beeler. In this edition of the Postcast, the proposed changes to Grand Street are changing again, and the reactions are mixed. Mia Bonta updates the City Council on her accomplishments and looks ahead to the future. Alameda Cafes join an innovative reusable cup program. Island High School's Fab Lab creates a project to help deaf and hard of hearing children. An Alameda High School alum gets called up to the bigs, and baseball and basketball are in full swing on the island. These stories and more on this edition of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, on Wednesday, May 31st, the city held a community workshop at the Mastic Senior Center. The subject, the proposed changes to Grand Street. As I've noted before, the first mention of these plans on the postcast goes all the way back to episode one. There have been a few changes since then, and this meeting was all about sharing some newly proposed concepts. Some in the crowd at the Mastic Center booed and jeered when Planning, Building, and Transportation Director Andrew Thomas declared that, quote, Grand Street is not safe, end quote. The city's Vision Zero initiative, a program to eliminate traffic death and life-changing injuries, has declared Grand Street to be a high-injury corridor, a category of roadways that experiences a higher crash density and severity compared to other streets. The Post examined injury collision data from January of 2011 to December of 2020. In that span, 95 injuries were noted, including one fatality in 2014 when Sam Sauce was struck and killed by an AC Transit driver. Segment one of the project, from Shoreline to Otis, is approved and funded and will move ahead under the original configuration. The focus of the workshop was on segment B, Otis to Ensenal, and segment C, Ensenal to Clement. The original council-approved concept of these segments would add separated bike lanes, but add a reduction in available parking of 60 to 70 percent. Of the three alternatives unveiled at the workshop by consulting firm Parametrics, the city staff expressed a preference for alternative A, which would bring a two-lane raised bike lane to the east side of Grand and only reduce parking by 10 to 15 percent. While residents agreed that alternative A was an improvement, some expressed concern as to how the changes would impact ADA-compliant parking. If you were unable to attend the in-person workshop, there will be a virtual open house on Tuesday, June 13th, and the city has published an online comments form. For the link to those, as well as graphics explaining the plans and the history of Grand Street accidents, see Ken Durr's article at alamedapost.com news. On Tuesday, California Assemblymember Mia Bonta updated City Council on her legislative accomplishments of the past year and her agenda for 2023. Bonta, a 20-year Alameda resident, noted that since starting as an assembly member in 2021, she has worked alongside city council members to develop projects like Dignity Village, the transitional housing facility, saying it speaks to what happens when local and state leaders convene with intentionality and urgency. She said also that she appreciates partnering with Alameda Chamber of Commerce and visiting companies headquartered in the city that lead the way in biotech, green energy, and sustainability. She looks forward to uplifting Alameda's community-based organizations, such as Alameda Family Services, which will be honored at the state capitol for its decades-long work supporting newborns, child care, and family wellness. She also applauded the work done with the Alameda Fire Department to develop the CARE program to address mental health crises. While Bonta serves at the state level, she has helped Alameda directly in multiple ways. She provided an exemption for Alameda Point from the Surplus Land Act to make housing more affordable, and provided the ability to extend a seismic safety deadline for Alameda Hospital to protect Alameda's sole emergency medical resource. She supported Alameda's ferries with AB 2807, which helps fund zero and near zero emission commercial harbor craft. For 2023, Bonta continues the legacy of County Supervisor Wilma Chan, 
by introducing a food as medicine bill, which would require medical plans to offer medically supportive food and nutrition as a covered benefit. For a complete review of Ms. Bonta's legislative agenda, including what's on tap for 2023, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. We all love that go-to coffee, but that makes for a lot of cups thrown in the trash. I'll admit it, I'm guilty of it myself. And with what we're learning about plastics, the composition of many of those cups can prove to be problematic. A Portland, Oregon company is doing something about it, and they've launched their service here in Alameda. Okapi Reusables lets you borrow up to two reusable, refillable metal coffee mugs or glass mugs for cold drinks and bring them back when you're finished. The cups are cleaned up like any restaurant dishes, and you can borrow them again. You've got two weeks to get the cups back, and the only cost to you is a one-time $10 fee. The system works through a smartphone app and is currently available at Julie's, The Local, Coffee Cultures, and West Cafe. And if you get a mug from one shop, you can return it to any participating location. The woman-owned Okapi Reusables has seen great success in their native Portland. Their kickoff here has garnered the support of Community Action for Sustainable Alameda, the City of Alameda, Rethink Disposable, Stop Waste, and the Alameda High School Amplify Club. You do have incentive to remember to bring the mugs back. The lost cup fee is $15. And if you're wondering about the name, yes, the company is named for the zebra-looking, giraffe-related African mammal, the Okapi. Check out the program at any of the shops I mentioned, look up the app online, and look for the article at alamedapost.com news. On the subject of folks using technology for the greater good, big shout-out to the students in the Fab Lab at Island High School for their creation of a teaching tool for young users of cochlear implants. The project started in April when students in the Island High Engineering and Design CTE class designed a toy cochlear implant transmitter to help an active kindergartner with autism, who is also deaf, learn how to reposition the device on her head when it falls out. With a CI implant, transmitters magnetically connect to implanted receivers, so the student loses auditory input to the receiver if the transmitter is not connected correctly. The end result? Personalized teddy bears fitted with a toy CI transmitter so that the children can, through play, learn how to properly fit their own transmitters. So congratulations to Jeannie Llewellyn and her Fab Lab students for helping to make a difference. Find the story and pictures at alamedapost.com news. Last Saturday was a momentous day for one of Alameda's own. You might remember the name Brian Wu. As a senior in high school, he pitched the Alameda Hornets to the 2018 state championship. 2021, he was drafted by the Seattle Mariners, and until recently, he's been pitching lights out for their AA affiliate, Arkansas Travelers. The big league Mariners have seen injuries on their pitching staff, so this past weekend, Brian skipped right over AAA and made his major league debut as a starter. Unfortunately, it was against the Texas Rangers, the best-hitting team in baseball. In two innings of work, Brian did record four strikeouts, but gave up six runs in a 16-6 loss. However, with the Mariners' injuries continuing, Brian is staying in the rotation as the fifth starter. He'll get his second start this Saturday in Anaheim against the Angels. On the subject of baseball, the Alameda anchors of the Bay Area Collegiate League are at home Saturday and Sunday at the College of Alameda. Going into Thursday's game, the anchors had yet to surrender a run on their home field. Schedule and details on their Facebook page. The Alameda Wolves of the Women's Premier Basketball Association opened up their season with a convincing 79-55 win over the Berkeley Royals this last weekend. This Saturday, the Wolves face the Oakland Swish, who are also 1-0 after a 25-point win over the Hayward Reign. Game will be at College of Alameda. For details and schedule information, see alamedapost.com features. Juneteenth is upon us. While the federal holiday is Monday, June 19th, you can celebrate this Sunday, June 11th, at the South Shore Center. This free event runs from 11 to 5. Details at alamedapost.com events. 
Mark your calendars for our next walking history tour, Saturday, June 17th, Sunday, June 25th. Dennis Evanoski explores Taylor Avenue and Alameda's West End and will teach you how to read a neighborhood and identify the various building styles. To get your tickets and see what's coming up on new tours, visit alamedapost.com tours. alamedapost.com events, your source for happenings all across the island. Altarina Playhouse continues their run of a soldier's play. The Pulitzer Prize winner has been getting rave reviews. show runs through June 25th. The Frank Bett Center has opening receptions for By the Sea and Stephen McDonald's The Golden Coast, Friday night from 6 to 8. Sunday from 10 to 11, the Alameda Backyard Growers will be teaching a class about keeping bees on the island. I've purchased honey from, I think, three different local providers here, and I must say, Alameda honey is really good. Again, details on these and other events at alamedapost.com events. A brief editorial note. You may have heard of the California Journalism Preservation Act. It recently passed the state assembly, and it's being touted as a way to help local news providers. As with many bills, the devil is in the details. Ultimately, it benefits the big players and would do nothing to assist organizations like the Alameda Post. Let State Senator Nancy Skinner know that the Journalism Preservation Act is anything but. Thank you for supporting local news directly for Alameda. Join us as a member. AlamedaPost.com slash memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon, as well as our own subreddit. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. Remember, school's out now, and that means more children in more places at more hours. As you drive, keep watch, especially around our parks. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 57 of the Alameda Postcast.